welcome to the Cover 2 Resources podcast series, a podcast series about addiction and addiction education. My name is Amy McNeil. I lost my brother Samuel to a heroin overdose on October 23rd, 2015. He was 28. As a family, we thought we were prepared to help Sam fight addiction, but we were painfully mistaken. My family founded Cover 2 Resources in memory of Sam. Our mission is to arm others with the knowledge needed to best support a loved one struggling with opioid addiction. Thank you for listening. Hi, this is Greg McNeil from Cover 2 Resources. My guest today is Jeremy Campbell, who grew up in Akron, Ohio, with a tight-knit group of friends. He went on to become an all-state high school football player, but found himself finishing his senior year in rehab. After graduation, he left for Hollywood to pursue a career as an actor, landing roles in Spartan, Bicycle Dreams, and Dangerous Dream from the Fearless. Four years ago, the opioid epidemic raging some 2,000 miles away, back in his hometown of Akron, suddenly became personal for him as he began to lose the friends he grew up with to overdoses. Today, he's back to develop and film a screenplay that he wrote, a fictional story about the impact of the opioid crisis on boyhood friends from Akron, Ohio. So, Jeremy, welcome. Hello, Greg. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. So, how does it feel to be back in brutally cold Akron, Ohio, Northeast Ohio here? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Very cold. Uh, uh, but good, besides the fact that it's that it's record temperatures for early November, but I'm happy to be home. It's good to be back. So four years ago, the opioid epidemic really touched you personally. Speak to that. Well, besides, you know, the obvious, uh, I've dealt with a lot of like uh, overdose and, and death between friends and, and people that I've known. And um, actually, it dates all the way back to 99 and 2000 when I left. It's kind of the irony of me coming back. The reason I left, I mean, as much as I wanted to make a movie and and be in the film industry and and do acting and do all of these things, part of it was also that everyone around me was either overdosing or dying or going to jail for drug-related offenses, and I just didn't want to head down that road. Um. But back to the irony of the whole thing is that what's brought me back is 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 the very reason, one of the reasons that I actually left to begin with. Um, uh, about three three years ago, I'd say, I came home, um, had this idea of this movie. Um, it's has a Stand By Me meets Mystic River kind of feel to it. Um, and I knew how the film began, obviously, and, and, and I knew how I wanted to end it generally um but the middle i you know the conflict i i was just drawing blanks and i didn't know where i was going to go with it but i knew i wanted to shoot it in akron ohio because i'm very proud of my hometown i'm very proud of where i'm from but i didn't know where i was going with this thing long story short so i come home 2016 july and it seemed like every time i turned on the news or logged on to Facebook, I kept hearing about all of these overdoses and deaths in Northeast Ohio. And, and it, I just was like, wow, you know, um, and when I went back to Los Angeles, I mean, no one was even talking about it, which is the craziest part. And I just thought it got, it got me to thinking, you know, 
this is something, a story and, and a conflict where I can actually, I, I understand, you know, the addiction side of it, if you will. And, and I understand, you know, what families and, 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 and what loss is. And, but I just wanted to, to kind of create a voice for the voiceless, if you will. So in reading the script, it seems as though it may be loosely based upon some of your life's experiences. Is that right? Yeah, um, parts of it. Absolutely. A screenwriting uh, mentor of mine says, you write what you know, and and you just kind of go with it and let the let the colors in the story, you know, present itself. I mean, obviously, whenever you write anything, it needs to be, the realities need to be heightened. Um, you want to make it entertaining and yet not predictable. But, uh, but you know, as far as based on my life, um, there's certain parts early on, definitely. Um, but the story is a story of uh, is a story of its own. So introduce us to some of the characters, can you, Jeremy? Well, Johnny, he's he's the hero who uh, basically moves out to California after you know their kid, their childhood uh, upbringing with and their camaraderie amongst the friends. They actually uh, reunite because Johnny's mother uh, he gets a call in California that his mother has uh, has cancer and he needs to come home. And um, so that's what brings him back. Um, there's a group of, of four boys, actually. Uh, so Johnny is kind of the hero of the story. Um, there's two brothers. Starts out with four boys, and you, you see their friendship develop and the things they got into at a very young age. And it goes from there, right? And um, so Johnny is the hero of the story. Uh, Max and Sean are, are the brothers. Uh, and then there's a, there's a cute chubby tag along named Timmy. Um, he is, he is, uh, uh, the baby Huey of the story, if you will. I mean, he's a strong, strong character. Every, all of the boys are, are from the other side of the tracks. They're not from any kind of means. So they're all very strong in their own right. Um, but yeah, it just, he comes back and, and his mother dies and, and, you know, it hits the fan, if you will, after that. Um, it's, you know, for as hard to watch at times as it is, um, I also want to create a, a, a representation of, of Akron that everyone will be proud of. I also wanted to, uh, to shine a light on, on this epidemic and, and, and just kind of like, uh, you know, like I said, create a voice for the voiceless and, and, do something special here because there's never been a visual portrayal of Akron and, and kind of give the city a little bit of hope and, and something to be proud of. So I get that it's going to be filmed there. Very cool. Nothing like this has been done in Akron. So that's fantastic. Um, are you a little bit concerned? Your script is pretty violent at times. Is there any concern that perhaps that would go in the opposite direction in terms of the perception in the, in the community? Because it gets rough. It gets rough. A lot of pistol whipping. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, from my experience in growing up in, in Northeast Ohio, it was, it was rough. But then again, there's, you know, as much as this story is about Akron and what's going on here, it's about America too. There's something in it for everyone is what I'm trying to say. Shakespeare said, good art is like holding a mirror up to nature. Uh, it shows virtue, her feature, and it scorns her own image. Good art is a teacher. So, uh, 
as much as, like I said, it's about Akron, but there's something in it for everyone. As far as the violence is concerned, I mean, that kind of culture at times can be very dark and a lot of things happen. And most of them, I mean, from my experience, are not good. People that, you know, are, are surrounding themselves with this kind of, of, of thing usually get into stuff and that stuff can lead to other things and, 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 um, crime is definitely one of them. And so, you know, it, it is, it is a heightened reality, but in the end it all comes full circle and, and, and there's light at the end of the tunnel, if you will. And that's what I wanted to leave the audience with. I want to leave them with hope and, and something to be proud of. So yeah, at, at times it's violent, but I think that that's just the, uh, the avenue that that it's in and, and, and where, I don't know, people call it a culture, people call it a, a you know, it's just that, that kind of lifestyle can so, bring along, bring along so that kind of activity. Let's jump to the other side of the coin now. This is our third time together meeting, and uh, we've had a chance to talk about uh, some great things that Summit County has done, as well as uh, your hometown, the city of Green. Has, uh, has done to uh, respond to the opioid epidemic by rolling out a lot of innovative programs to fight the opioid epidemic. And as we've talked about, you've got an opportunity there to, to reflect some of that in the film. Will some of it show up in your film? Well, that's kind of still up in the air, but I absolutely, uh, I've, I've talked to a couple of people and, and as well as yourself here about, about implementing some of, you know, the task force and Narcan and, and these testing strips that actually, you know, uh, that users can test the drugs that they're getting ready to, to take. We've talked actually about, because uh, there's a scene at Akron Canton Airport as well, that, that some of these kits are, are located around the city. And, oh, and the Nalox boxes, right. That's right. And so, um, so yeah, this is all things that we're talking about right now. But the, the first thing that I want to do is entertain. But I also want the part of it is, is creating awareness and, and educating uh, along the way. And then, you know, have a cool representation of Akron. So all of these are, are kind of tied in together. But, uh, yeah, these, uh, what they're doing in, in Green, I mean, Akron is my hometown, but but I moved to Green a little bit later when I was about 12 or 13. But what, what the mayor's doing there is, is, is phenomenal. And it's just, you know, people helping others and people first is understanding and then, and then wanting to get involved and, and, and donate their time and resources and kind of coming together. And that's what making a project is about as well. That's kind of the reason that I wanted to get into movies too. I was like, well, what am I going to do after football was over? You know, football players, you know, if you're in any kind of sport at all, you, you, you get together and, and it's a group of people that get together for one common goal. It's the same thing with making a movie. Everybody wants to make the best movie they can. Anybody who becomes a part of a project, they're all uniting, coming together to make something great. And that's kind of the idea in sports too. And that's the kind of underlying factor for both that I've experienced that, that, that I, that I really love about filmmaking. It's, it's, it's people coming together to make something great. One of the things about this topic in particular is there is so much stigma associated with opioids, heroin, the epidemic in general. Have you thought about 
this also as an opportunity to break through some of that stigma? You know, for the most part, today in society, I mean, we're getting to a point now where people are, are, are sharing more of experiences. And I mean, look, it's a reality. It's what's going on, whether people want to admit to it or not. And and the only that way that we're going to kind of uh, find answers and, 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 and make a difference in, you know, the lives of these people and the lives of their families are, are, are by, by getting the word out and talking about it. I mean, it's something that is, that's, that is happening. And, and so we have to kind of, in order for us to, to change, we have to be the change that we want to see as a society, if you will. Um, and that comes from, you know, things like these organizations and these outreach programs and, and these apps. Uh, Naloxo Find. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that you're referring to. The, the, uh, basically, it's an app that becomes Uber for Narcan. Pretty incredible. But that's a story for, uh, that we'll tell on a, a different day, revisit on a different day, I should say. So now let's talk a little bit about your timeline for production of, uh, of your film. Well, uh, I got a, a Cleveland-based producer that's become involved in Johnny Wu Johnny from Wu. MDI Films. Johnny Wu from yeah. MDI Films. That's correct. And our timeline is is basically summer of 2020. We're looking at uh, starting to shoot May June is our schedule right now. Early summer, late spring, if you will. But uh, yeah, so we're also going to be uh, looking for uh, extras, but not just extras. We're gonna we have cast, crew. We have all of these 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 spots to fill. Um, we have a couple of named actors that are that were are in the hat, if you will, to play the father. To play Johnny, or no, the father. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about Johnny? Still, still up in the air. That's still, still air? it's still up in the air. You know, but it could be you. It could be, uh, but you know, I could also play Max or Sean. It just depends on on who we see. You know, I'm just going to be the water to this whole process. I just want to make the best film that I can and that, that we can. So if someone walks in and they're a dead ringer for a certain role, I mean, that's who they're going to play. There's no ego involved with me with this thing. I just want to make something really special and cool. So there'll be one or two roles that are chosen outside of Ohio. One of those roles being for Paul, the father. Can you float some names that have been talked about that are in that hat? Um. Well... Uh, yeah, okay, sure. Uh, the the name that I'm seeking right now is Kevin Bacon. That's who I want. Um, that's who we have uh, we have contact to. Um, but there's some some things that need to happen first before we're able to get a get a name and, a, and an actor of the caliber of of the great Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we have a little bit of work to do before we get that done. But uh, but he is absolutely in the mix, and 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 you know we'll see. Stay tuned on that one. So the balance of the cast, though, will come from right here in Northeast Ohio. Now, do you have to be a pro, or can you just come out and audition? You can just come out and audition. I'm gonna open it up to uh, to anyone that that wants to come out and 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 is interested in making something cool in their hometown. I have a I have an idea of the the kind of characters that I want in the role. So yeah, the, you know, when we have that open casting call, it's open for everybody in Northeast Ohio. Come on out. There'll be a, a, you know, a character description. You have to meet the guidelines, you know, but uh, if you meet the guidelines of, you know, age and, 
and this is a this is a diverse cast. So I mean, um, there's going to be multi ethnic uh, characters and and opportunities. So, uh, so yeah, I'm going to cast it Northeast Ohio. Outstanding. What's our timeline on that? Do you think? Just taking a stab at it right now. As far as casting it, yeah. Um, probably, you know, I, I'd like to have it cast completely by April by because April. we're going to shoot in May. So, um, you know, early 2020 on into March, we're going to probably have callbacks. You know, I, I'm going to get the right people for the roles, but but there is nobody that's cemented for each role. Mm-hmm. It's going to be based on, on you know, I, I like the line that Bruce Lee says, be the water. And that's just what I'm going to be to this project. I'm going to, I'm going to just kind of let it happen and, and, and sit back and, and see what, who's right for what and, and, and cast them accordingly. So how can people learn more about the timing? How can they keep, uh, keep their finger on the pulse of this project as it moves forward, Jeremy? Well, we're going to uh, start a Facebook page for it. Um, we're going to, Johnny's going to actually uh, do some casting notifications from his uh Facebook page as well, and on MDI Films. So if you want to go to MDI Films and like that page, there will be information uh, coming soon regarding that. Okay, excellent. Now let's move along to investors. Understand that right now you're really in the stage that you're looking for investors. And this isn't a typical Hollywood, I'll call it, project where when you think investor, you're thinking at least us and here in Northeast Ohio are thinking, ah, those, those things, that's millions of dollars that they're looking for there. No, it's, it's you're looking for folks that want to be a part of this project and you really don't care about how little. That's absolutely correct. This is an independent grassroots film. I mean, we're, we're coming here to make something that a has never been done before, but B also creates awareness on an issue that that needs to be told, and an issue that needs to be told um, on a national scale. Um, we have a we have a dollar amount in mind um, where we need to begin, which will cover our expenses and for cast and crew and locations and this and that and makeup and wardrobe and all of these kind of things. But it's it, we're not talking studio money. No, absolutely not. So if somebody wanted to be involved in this, uh, they could start as maybe as low as, what, $500, $1,000 if they wanted to put towards it? That's right. We have a goal. And for everyone that that invests, you know, obviously, I'm going to do this thing on a back end based on like a point system. Um, We're looking, you know, to get it made. Once we get it made, um, we have contacts in the distribution industry. And um, and also at Netflix and streaming services uh, of their caliber. So you know, once we make it, Netflix buys movies for a million dollars right off the top, and then based on its based on how many hits it gets, there's more money in the back end. So there's an opportunity for the earlier investors, at whatever level they feel like getting in at, to be all have a part in the film help get the film off the ground, and maybe on the other end, enjoy a little bit of the rewards from that if the film becomes a success. Well, absolutely. I'm going to put a point, I'm going to put a, a, a point system in place where there is back end for them based on its performance. But, you know, that's, that's down the road. If you want to get involved in something and you want to, if creating awareness to an issue and, and doing good for your community is, is something, you know, that you're interested in doing, then I welcome you to embark on this journey with me. Um, you can contact us at if you're if you're looking to contribute and get involved. Uh, please contact us at Back to One Prods. So it's 
B-A-C-K-T-O-O-N-E-P-R-O-D-S at gmail.com. Again, it's back to one prods at gmail.com. And you'll also be able to reach out and get in touch with Jeremy through our website, and that's cover2.org, cover and the number 2.org. Well, what do you think as far as our timeline is concerned for actually having it out, having it done and ready to roll? What's our goal on that? Absolutely. By the, um, you know, we're done shooting in what June 2020. We have to go through post-production and editing and, and, you know, there's all kinds of things that go into post-production. You know, you want to score it. You want to get the music. There's certain songs that are in the film. That's something that we haven't talked about. I'm glad you mentioned that. You've thought out and mapped the songs to a lot of this, this script. You've, you've got the many scenes have songs. It's going to be a ton of music in this. You want to take a second to speak to that at all? As I know this is one of your passions as well. It, it's kind of funny because as I was writing the movie, I, I, I'm writing to music and there's certain songs that come up that just kind of fit and, and, you know, there are certain elements and layers of the script that, you know, that after your first time viewing it, when you go back and see it again, certain things will just kind of click on another level. Um, uh, I, I call them nuggets. You know, you place nuggets in the script along the way. And then people, I don't know if you've ever seen, you know, movies like, like a Pulp Fiction and stuff. When you watch oh, it, yeah, when you watch it later on, you discover new things about the movie and you're like, oh my goodness, I didn't even know that. That's so cool that they put that in the movie. So there's there are layers of that. Yeah, we've talked about the the movie for me like that is Godfather in a big way. It's it's just an, incredible the little details in there. But yeah, I get it. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, but that's what that's what makes it entertaining and fun to watch. You know, um, and that's what makes the good ones last. Yeah, no doubt. So, last question: What are you going to want people to take away from this film? For as much as the story is, you know, gritty and fast and, and at times hard, I want to leave them with hope at a time and, in, 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 you know, in society and in, in where we are as a nation. Hope is, is where I would like them, where I want to leave them. I want, obviously, you know, Hitchcock says, leave them wanting more. Uh, so it is fast. And, you know, I, I don't, my scenes don't uh, kind of drag on there. You know, it's definitely plot driven. So every scene means something to the story. But uh, I want to leave them wanting more and I want to leave them with hope. Well, we want to leave them wanting more as well. So we'll leave it right there. So, uh, Jeremy, thank you. We've been joined today by actor and screenplay writer Jeremy Campbell, who's working on a film project about the opioid epidemic here in Northeast Ohio. He begins filming this summer. My name is Greg McNeil. I'm the founder of Cover 2 Resources. For the latest on community events in our podcast series, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Cover 2 Resources. That's cover and the number two and resources. And as always, thank you for listening to this Cover 2 PPT podcast. That's people, places, and things making a difference in the opioid epidemic. We close today with Golden Brown, one of the classic songs that will be featured in Jeremy Campbell's upcoming movie, The Vine, which is scheduled to film in Akron, Ohio, next spring. Golden brown, texture like sun, lay 
chase me down with my mind she runs throughout the night no need to fight never a frown with golden brown every time just like the last on her ship tied to the Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Cover 2 Resources podcast. This episode is a production of Cover 2 Resources and is made possible by listeners like you. 